0: Welcome to Minutes with Mary. I'm your host, Mary Stellatello. Join me for short conversations. I mean, dog walk short conversations about coaching, leadership, organizational transformation, and social impact. In today's episode of Minutes with Mary, I'm chatting with my colleague, Scott Schaefer of Public Interest Management Group. Scott and I have collaborated on many projects over the last seven years to support nonprofit clients exploring strategic partnerships and mergers. From our experience, we'd like to share some key ingredients that contribute to success. Welcome, Scott. It's so great to be with you today to have this conversation about critical ingredients for successful nonprofit mergers. I know you and I have had a lot of time together on different projects with different types of nonprofits and different types of mergers. And I thought it'd be great for our listeners to hear today just a little bit about what we have both noticed are success factors regarding nonprofit mergers and partnerships. So from your perspective, what would you identify as some of the key success factors?
1: First of all, I like to encourage folks to start with the big picture and then get granular. So where do we want to end up? And if we can think about that and then work our way back to the beginning, then I think we can we can devise a process that's likely to get us there. And I guess in that sense, it's not different from other other types of organizational strategy. But I think the first thing is to understand that merger is a means to an end. And what's the end? If it's if the de- just getting the deal done becomes the sole focus, then I think we can run into problems later. So one of the important things is to engage expert advisors. And I do encourage organizations to do that. And uh, very often, I'll, I'll talk to folks who say, oh, this is an, this is an easy merger. It's so simple. We're just going to do it ourselves. And I've never seen a situation like that where they didn't regret it later because there's so many nuances to a merger. So I think with that aside, one of the most important things is, is ensuring that trust is there between the two partners. And that can't that isn't necessarily a given, even though everyone may, may uh, like each other and folks may feel like they're on the same page. Trust is a very personal thing. And it's really trust that I can trust that my partner will follow through on these agreements that we're making. And so that's something that consultants can help with at the beginning is bringing groups together, helping to build that team, and really having a process of co-creation. That's the spirit that we want. And then the third thing I'll mention here is that using business model analysis is, I think, absolutely essential. Because otherwise, how do we know that the merged entity is really going to meet the standards of excellence that we want? And how do we know where the weak spots will be? And will there be financial strength and health? What assumptions do we need to focus on in order to make that happen? You can't just assume that if we merge two organizations together that the combined entity is going to thrive. So I think doing that upfront is important as well. I wonder, Mary, though, you've done so many of these. What, what would you add to that?
0: Well, I, you know, I was just nodding my head in total agreement with the three with these aspects that you've already shared and just reflecting on some of the experiences that I've had with clients who have come when they've tried to start on their own and they've gotten bogged down or derailed and then they have come for some assistance because they really didn't have that roadmap of where and how they were going to move forward with. Building that trust, even though that they've worked together for years, you know, there's history and, and having that outside objective lens on the journey together. You know, oftentimes in the past, we, we may have heard, a, you know, a good time to look at merger potentially is when one of the leaders of an organization is already leaving, so you don't have to have that challenging conversation around who's going to lead the combined organization, and actually. Many of the mergers that I have facilitated over the most recent years, none of the leaders have left. And that isn't necessarily, you know, a success factor that you would have one of the leaders leaving. And so really having that opportunity to be able to retain the key staff of both organizations to help lead the combined organization is something that has been a a real critical factor in success of organizations. With that really is talking about culture and those organizations that are proactive and identifying what are the key cultural aspects of the organizations that are, are emerging what are those aspects that are really sacred and they want to be bringing to the combined organization and creating that new culture? Those are the organizations that founding success is that they are really proactive in looking at culture. and What's the culture that's going to move the combined organization forward?
1: Culture is one of those things that is, it's not just kind of odd to talk about, it's hard to Put your finger on, like, what is the culture of one organization? What's the culture of another one? I think that's something where professional consultants can really help in trying to visualize the type of culture we would want and then asking in a systematic way how each organization approaches this. Now, sometimes it's the unknown unknowns that can derail a merger, and it's, it's very hard to see that when you're so immersed in the weeds.
0: Exactly, you know, you don't know what culture is because you're the fish in the water, but when you are in conversation, whether you're in negotiations or you're starting to move towards imagining a, a combined organization, the outside perspective or the other organization, you're able to see the culture of the other organization. And so being able to have a container where you know, as a facilitator, an outside facilitator, as a consultant, you can say, hey, that's part of your culture. That's part of your culture. That's important. What is it you want to do together that's going to help the organization be successful and have greater impact moving forward? You know, yeah, another thing I, I, that I have recognized and I've seen as success or less success is when organizations, once they've actually voted on their merger and the legal aspects of the merger are completed, the integration piece starts to either be present and they are intentional or they lose steam around that piece. And those organizations that are very thoughtful, intentional around project management and moving the integration process with structure, as much structure as there was in the negotiation process, are organizations that really find their way to greater success in a shorter period of time. When they are a little more lackadaisical about how we're going to be or haphazard in how they're going to be doing the integration, whether it's the people piece or it's the systems piece, the fatigue that comes with that really challenges the organizations to actually move through that final phase of the process to the combined organization. So project management is, I found, to be a really essential part of success.
1: It it is. And the, the thing is, when it comes to integration, if you downplay the burden of time, sometimes money, but I think it's mostly time and effort, downplay how much time it will take to coordinate all these pieces that have to come together. And even relatively small organizations, you know, there are two accounting systems. There are two personnel systems. The salaries and the benefits might be different. There are two different ways of maybe taking in clients and, and managing donors and everything from even how we answer the phone. You know, all these pieces If you have someone like a dedicated project manager who can track this, and a good project manager will be impeccably organized, be able to track everything, and keep everyone on on pace, that can make the difference between a very smooth transition and a very rough one that can go on for years.
0: So true really have seen that happen as well. You know, and I think the last piece that we can't leave out is the role of the funder and what role they play in how successful mergers are in strategic partnerships. And not to say that, you know, they have a role, absolutely, but they don't have the only role. And so that partnership between the two organizations and the philanthropic community about how to move forward with increasing impact of the mission of the organizations. And those mergers or partnerships that I have seen that have been very successful have really had a strong partnership with their funder community throughout the entire process, not just in the assessment, not just in the negotiations, but throughout the entire journey for organizations so that they are really seeing how they're, they're investing in the success of the community and the impact of the community. And I think that's a, a really critical piece.
1: Yeah, and you really get it, the why. So why, it, I mentioned earlier, merger is a means to an end. And the end is we're going to improve the community, we're gonna improve people's lives, we're gonna improve this organization's sustainability. And the funder can be a great partner in that. And so by being proactive, engaging funders from the start can really be a valuable way even to build that relationship long-term with the funders who are involved in this.
0: So true. And I think, Scott, you know what we've talked about today has really highlighted some of the success factors that we noticed and that we experienced in a recent merger that we worked on together with Big Brothers Big Sisters of East Central Wisconsin. And Really excited that we're going to be publishing a case study on this merger in uh, just a month or so, and we'll be able to really you know, give our listeners and readers a deeper dive into the aspects of what made that merger successful for those two organizations. So. Stay tuned for that, Uh, everybody. Scott, as always, it's always great to chat with you about the things that we do together to make make a difference in the world. So thanks so much for your time today.
1: Thank you, Mary. And as you know, I can talk about this stuff all day, but it's always great to talk to you.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Minutes with Mary. You can listen to all episodes on the Vista Global Coaching and Consulting website at www.vistaglobalcc.com. If you like what you're let's connect on Twitter at Vista Global Mary. You can learn more about all the programs and services Vista Global offers to create the world we want to live in by going to our website at www.vistaglobalcc.com. Thanks so much for joining me. It was awesome to have you
1: along for this segment.